Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Some Low Grade Gamers podcast, episode 19 this week, almost at 20. Congratulations, guys. Congratulations to you too. Well, thank thank you. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in again. As usual, we'll be discussing all the latest gaming news here. A couple of interesting things to talk about this week, but first off, I'm going to introduce my co-hosts. Dan, this is Dan over here from the Low Grade Gamers. He's from iDigital Games, but he is the Low Grade Gamer. Dan, how are you doing? Doing good, doing good. Jumped back into a bit of Warzone recently with the uh, whole whole acquisition taking over. I feel comfortable jumping back in and playing that. And uh, uh, it was a bit rough to start, a bit rough. It's, you know, FPS games, if you don't... uh, play them on a regular basis very different to playing elder scrolls where basically i turn into a werewolf and just mess people up can't really do that in call of duty i tried kept pushing the button but just, just didn't want to transform i don't know i have noticed that nobody's a russian character anymore ah yeah nobody, doesn't surprise me. nobody uses any of them so uh but no my sniping is on point now it is and uh if you jump over to pvp the new social media for gamers oh see my mad skills on there i'm not endorsing pvp at all by the way uh not endorsing it yet i'm I'm still unsure if they're a scam (laughs) does it cost money no, it's free, but they're really intent on asking people to invest. So now that I've mentioned PvP, the dodgy uh, social stealing of information, we'll inevitably chuck some PvP uh, advertisements into your feeds, but they are asking for a minimum investment from people of $500. It's a cool... It's a cool aspect that we might uh, we might get into on the next episode podcast okay we sounds them good episodes? Yeah, no idea i've got questions about and i've got questions about that so mm. is it dodgy is it not seems a bit dodgy that's such a lot that's a big chunk of money yeah yeah it is oh, anyways the other standard talking investment the lady really. voice yeah okay yeah 500 yeah fair enough uh the lady voice Laura, the lovely Laura. That's me. Some kind of gaming. How are you? Good, good. Yep. The lady voice is doing pretty good today. Well, I just hadn't introduced you yet and you're already talking. So I thought, you know, some people might be a bit confused. Like, who is this lady voice? Yeah. What's this lady voice going on? How are you then? What's new this week? Well, I've just been playing Rune Factory this week. Yep. Still on the Rune Factory 5. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Still on it. I've been obsessed with catching wanted monsters oh lovely yeah you read a very good article on a uh, on a website that i i've heard of i um possibly i digital games uh laura wrote a very good article actually on that yes if you want to so, read a review of that room factory five game head over to idigitalgames.com or idigital.games oh yeah lovely i'm so yeah. excited 
And, uh, yeah, read the article. There's going to be a whole lot of new stuff going on over at iDigital Games. So, uh, Exciting times. Yeah, expanding a little bit, trying to get more clicks, I guess. But, um, yeah, more, more news orientated as well as just buying buying of your digital games, as the, as the name implies. Anyways, I'm Tom. I am the other half of some some kind of gaming. Almost said some low-grade gamers. One see, third of that. See the confusion? Yes. One third of some low-grade gamers, one half of some kind of gaming. And let's get into the topics. Well, how, how have you been? Oh, well, I thought nobody was going to ask me, so I just went in. I've been great. Oh, good. Yeah. What have you been doing? What have I been doing? Yeah. I got into the... Uh, new game plus of Triangle Strategy this week. Absolutely brilliant game. First time I've replayed a game straight up, straight after in like a long time because there are so many games in my backlog. Uh, yes, I guess that speaks volumes for how good the game is. Absolutely yeah, fantastic. Does. If you're into strategy RPGs and you have a Nintendo Switch, you cannot go wrong with that. It is beautiful. Mm. Might be... Well, it is up there with Game of the Year for me already. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to yeah. be able to play that. Well, I mean, you're... <laughs> you're busy playing other things. Oh, no. Oh, look, we're like, just joking. like Take five minutes in and I'm already sleeping on the couch tonight. Take your time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Anyways, let's, that's enough about us. Nobody cares about us. You care about what's been going on in the world of video gaming. And there are a couple of uh, big stories that broke this past week. So first up, we're going to discuss the uh, PlayStation Spartacus, as it was codenamed. It's now just a uh, Tears of PlayStation Plus. Is it a direct Game Pass competitor? Is it not? What is it involved? Will we be getting it? All of that. Then we, of course, had the cancellation of E3 completely this year. So E3 as a physical event had already been cancelled. We all just, uh, I think we all just assumed that the digital event was taking place, but I don't I think, think they... I think they said it was going to take place, did didn't they? they? Yeah, yeah, okay, um, maybe they I'm did. Anyway, pretty sure that not was going to happen. Not anymore. That's that's been canned. Uh, Dan has quite a few things to say about that. Mainly, I told you so. And <laughs> the third, and probably the most upsetting one, is Breath of the Wild sequel has been delayed. So we have another couple of questions that uh, kind of stem from that delay. Anyways, I think we're going to kick things off with the uh, PlayStation Plus new announcements, their tiered system, and what that means for PlayStation users and Xbox users or Microsoft users as well. So as I'm sure you've heard, if you haven't, PlayStation Plus is moving into a three-tiered system. And the existing PlayStation Now, which is not available in Australia, but is in many other countries in the world, is being basically being integrated into the PlayStation Plus system. So you have three tiers of the PlayStation Plus now. First of all, you've got PlayStation Plus Essentials, which is essentially what PlayStation Plus is now. Oh my God, I've said PlayStation Plus so many times. (laughs) (laughs) If you're happy with your current PSN network, it allows you to play games online. If you've got uh, you know, you get those monthly free games. If you've got a PS5, you get access to like 15-ish PS4 titles, uh, like the Essentials, they call it. 
So that is standard. That's not changing. That's if you're happy with your current uh, service, then sweet, nothing's going to change. Then they have two upgraded tiers on top of that. You've got PlayStation Plus Extra, which basically gives you access to a library of 400 PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5 games. That's a big library. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, you know, we don't know what games are coming, but I mean, Sony has some pretty damn good games. So I'm pretty confident there's going to be at least one or two people are going to want to play. Hopefully the dinosaur simulator is coming. Uh, T-Rex simulator. T-Rex simulator. Yeah, you guys would love that. Dan and his... Oh, like, Dan, you would love that. I like dinosaurs. I like dinosaurs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> See? And then the final tier is a retro tier, basically. So that is PlayStation Plus Premium, which gives you access to PlayStation 1, 2, PlayStation Portable titles, all natively emulated, available for download, and then streaming of PlayStation 3, because... PlayStation really dropped the ball in that generation and PS3 emulation is really hard and expensive and they don't want to do it, basically. So now, that's not... It is important to note. Yeah. yeah. I think you're about to say what I'm about to say, Dan, about how in Australia we don't get that premium tier. So if you're in a country that PlayStation now is not available in, it is because streaming is not available in your country, at least PlayStation streaming isn't. So what Australia, New Zealand, any other of those regions that don't get streaming, probably Brazil, some some South, South American countries, we get PlayStation Plus Deluxe, which has the PS1, PS2, PSP titles available, emulation, download, all that stuff. We just don't get the cloud streaming service of the PS3. And PlayStation hasn't, they haven't uh, said anything more. All they've said is that it's not going to be as expensive as premium. So right now, extra is sitting at a hundred US dollars and premiums at 120. So my guess is 110, somewhere in the middle. Does that make sense to everyone? Mm-hmm. So that puts it at like 145 Australian dollars. So what do we all think? Now that I've explained what's going on. Is that what you were going to say, Dan? Yeah, so not available in Australia, but there was something put out yesterday from, uh, I've got to double check the, uh, the journalist, but PlayStation have apparently responded to backlash of streaming the PS3. So they have now started work on uh, hardware emulation on the PS5 for PS3 titles rather than streaming. So if that happens, then awesome because we don't really miss out on the PS3 mm-hmm. yeah, yep. issues, uh, I guess. So I think, I don't think it's a Game Pass alternative though yes that that is the major question rolling around it's too different to be it's not like trying to be game pass it's just trying to be like the playstation equivalent you know they're trying to come up with something to offer but they're not trying to directly compete with game pass Mm. because it's 
it's completely different. And the model of Game Pass is just not going to work for PlayStation. They Play- had to do something different. PlayStation yeah. or Sony have actually already said, they said very early on when Game Pass was revealed that they don't think it will work. They don't think it's financially viable. No, so, of course it's not. That would be a crazy decision. They've got so many exclusives yeah. that if they were to release all of their exclusives day one, they're just going to lose a ridiculous amount of money. But Xbox doesn't have those exclusives. Like, that's why they offer their, like, they don't have very many exclusives no. to just, like, put on the shelves and expect to, you know, keep their console afloat through that means. No, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, PlayStation would be losing a bunch of sales. They could release God of War Ragnarok tomorrow and it would sell. 10 at least 10 million copies you know like that it's a big big game uh you know horizon forbidden west has done really well if they were to release the last of us three again i'm sure at least 10 million copies like they don't want to lose out on that they want to lose out on that microsoft needed this games pass to kind of keep people interested Interested, yeah Yeah. because they've only got like what three exclusives yeah wow if that, or is it two? Forza, Halo. Is there another one? Dan, you're the Xbox boy. Yeah, there is, but I can't remember what it is. And to be honest, oh, it can't be that good, then. <laughs> no, and to be honest, I as much as I hate to say this, Halo yep. has lost its footing and has lost its yep. way. So yes. well, yeah, because they release a fraction of yep. the game. You can't release games in bit. It's not modular. You know, I don't know. Yeah. It's not a puzzle. Yeah, no, they've done. They've um, done. Like there is nothing new to Halo since its launch. And to be honest, not that this is a Halo conversation, but since watching the recent two episodes that I watched on Paramount Plus it's just shit like it's it's absolutely crap and I've, I've got no way yeah it's crap oh, and people shame. people who are supporting it at the moment you're just fanless like it, you you're just fanboying over the idea it is an awesome idea and they could have done it so much better than they have. Shame. The, like, just one example, okay? Uh, elites, which is one of the elite aliens. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we think really hard about their, their names. They're meant to be <laughs> like a slender alien, very tall, seven foot tall, I think, but very slender as well. So, but ripped right? They have muscle. And then what came in the following uh, games and books as well, they reckon this is based on the books, which yeah, very loosely. I didn't even know there was books. Yeah, there's there are, I guess. But then they brought out the brutes, which were as they said, they're basically big ass bears, but you know, they're bulky, they're ripped and all of that sort of stuff and they basically made the elites look like an elite but with a brute's body so now in the tv show 
they've ju- they've just gone the wrong way with it. So now when they introduce the brutes, what what are they going to be? Even bigger? Yeah, it's just stupid. It doesn't it doesn't make any sense. And then I've gone on tangent, but they just created this character that in the games, as an example, there was like four dudes with weird heads that were controlling the whole covenant. And now there's a human controlling them. What the F and shit. So back to my point. With the Halo series. I'm not going to get Paramount Plus to watch it. No, we will no. sign up to our free seven-day trial when the whole series is released, and then we'll binge it. I wouldn't. That's my plan. Well, not if it's crap. No. Nah, I want to. I like see it for Life's myself. Too short to watch crap. No, well, we can binge the first two episodes, decide it's crap, then not watch it. Okay. Yeah, that's our, That's my plan anyway. It's crap. In but six weeks, when it's all. Finished. I yeah, I, I think saying that this is a Game Pass equivalent is not is not right. It's completely different format that they've gone for well, i think that like the only difference is that the games aren't coming day one right yeah is, but is that's that like not... the main thing of game pass yeah yeah it's right. the games, main character games come day one and they the games on game pass are generally like top games i don't think we're going to see that with playstation i think we're going to see uh, potentially a lot of like indie games released and take up that. Well, the the thing is, like, Returnal has been announced as coming already to the second tier, the PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5 tier. And that is like, that's a, an amazing. Oh, look, PlayStation don't get me wrong. They're going to put some, they're gonna put some good ones months. in there. Yeah. They're, they're not putting. Um, yeah, they won't do any day ones and anything that they have will be stuff that's been out for 12 months already. That's... Yeah, at least. I don't yeah. think they're going to put a time limit on that either. I don't think they're no. going to say in 12 months this will be available on no, no, on the PSN. No, no. I, agree. I think they're just going to leave that open and have different time schedules depending on how well games do if yeah. it keeps selling why would you put it there exactly basically? maybe when it mm. start when sales start to slow down putting mm. it on there and then yeah check yeah, it on there exactly. get some hype going and then people might buy it anyway but yeah it's it's not a game pass equivalent i think that's the wrong way to yeah look yeah at I, it. I, I think agree. it's a different I piece agree. i think it's the version, version of mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's not it's not the necessarily direct competitor but it does i mean it gives you more content doesn't it if there's one or two i think i think two ps4 or ps5 games that you want to play that are on this service then upgrading to the second tier is worth it for you Mm -hmm. if there is another one or two retro games that you're interested in playing that you don't have then that that third tier is worth it for you so it's just it's a very individual thing. If you have if you own the entire PlayStation One collection, then like obviously you don't you don't need this. You know my PlayStation Two still works, and those games are relatively accessible. So I don't need the PS Two um, 
emulation. But PS1 games, like some of them can go, they can go goddamn pricey these All days. All of my PS1 games are just like absolutely destroyed. See, there you go. Yeah. Scratched. Mm-hmm. Don't work. Yep. So, the car wax repair is a myth. <laughs> the data's yeah, no, gone out of those scratches. You can't just put a bit of car wax in there. All right. The myth going around my primary school was uh, peanut butter and toothpaste. That is even more stupid. Yeah. Toothpaste peanut is, butter is and abrasive. Toothpaste. toothpaste is abrasive if you've got the yeah. right yeah. toothpaste. Look, man, I don't know. <laughs> peanut I was, butter. I was like, no. Oh, peanut butter makes I didn't do it, but that was the myth. At yes, least car wax like, kind of is designed to fill in scratches in cars, is it? I don't know. I don't, I don't know anything uh, about cars. Wax is more for a, a shine or a sheen. You'd, you'd want to use polish, but then if you use the wrong polish, that can be quite abrasive, so you'd just mess it up anyway. But uh, let's talk about car detailing now. So <laughs> I've not I honestly I just want this because uh, as soon as this comes out if Jack and Daxter is easily available then I'm buying a PS5 that day that's all I want to do that's all I want to play is Jack and Daxter I don't care about any other PlayStation title I have uh, moderate interest but uh, yeah I want Jack and Daxter and I want to play it over and over and over and over and then get some car wax, and then play it again. <laughs> there you go. Buy a PlayStation 5 specifically for a PlayStation 2 game. I like it, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> we will be getting this tier over here at some kind of gaming mm. because I mentioned Returnal, and I mentioned that it's an amazing game, but I have not played it. And the reason I say it's amazing is because I've seen gameplay, I've seen reviews, all that stuff. I've seen many people say it's their favorite PlayStation 5 title so far but I'm not huge on roguelites or roguelikes. So I, I'm just umming and ahhing. Games are expensive here in Australia, man. Especially like, like PlayStation 5 games. They're yeah. like over $100. Yeah, you Americans complain about 70 American dollars, right? Which is equivalent to about 91 Australian. For some reason, though. They cost that... way more than that. They're like 120 Australian dollars. For, Where does that extra money go, by the way? It's which it's, is ninety American. It's, it's actually quite simple. Yeah. So in Australia, this is our big problem in Australia. We have 24, 25 million people as a whole. Mm-hmm. That's that's the extent of our population. So of that 24, 25 million, how many are interested in gaming? And how many in, are interested in PlayStation gaming specifically? It's it's insignificant to Sony, which is why we're not getting additional services because they don't give a crap. You look at America yep. as an example where they have 344 million people versus our 24 million. That's an extra 320 million for those that potentially didn't catch me uh, what I said early. That is a significant amount of more people that they are able to market to sell to so they don't need to have the prices as high whereas here we are literally and it who cares what australia is doing like that that's Nobody. the that's the big problem we, we just don't have the population density uh, as an example uh, ukraine has double the population that we do 
Yeah, there you go. So yeah, we we are we're nothing. We're pretty insignificant when it comes to markets. That's for sure. And then and then New Zealand's even worse. Like nobody cares what's going on there. Like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't care about no, us. New Zealand. Well, there's only one. There's pathetic. less people living in New. There's less people living in New Zealand than there is in Melbourne. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Insignificant so. market, basically. Moral of the story is that games are ninety US dollars here for the PlayStation Five. Oh crap! I don't Nasty. really want to spend ninety US dollars to buy a game that I potentially might not like. You know what I am willing to do though? I'm willing to spend one hundred and forty. On a game. No, no. What, I, what I'm willing to do is spend an extra 40 US dollars for the year, try out this game. Because again, I can finish it in a year if I really like it for 40, for half the price now, essentially, less than half the price. And then also get access to another 399 games that I potentially might find one that I enjoy or haven't played or looked over or. I, I was going through some times during the PlayStation 4 generation. So there is a lot of games that I uh, didn't catch on to during that generation. So I'm 100% sure there's going to be a multitude of titles I am going to be excited to play in that Well, Spyro is going to be there probably at the very least. So that makes it worth it in itself. Well, that's the, that's going to be a premium tier, isn't it? Mm-hmm. The, the PlayStation 1 Spyro. Yeah. yeah. Or the deluxe. Yeah. yeah. It's a little bit confusing. We don't get premium. We just get deluxe. So those, you know those what? games I'm, you can just I'm download. Not upset. That's, that's my understanding is the PS1, PS2 ones are just ones that you can just download and yep. have available. But I wonder yep, if they're, they're going to do DRM stuff. That's that's what will piss people off is if you have to be connected to the net to just open the damn game. Uh that's that's mm. a very good point. Uh, I don't think so because what's the point in freaking downloading it then? But uh, who who knows what these companies are doing? I mean, look well, at Nintendo, uh, Grand Turismo, Nintendo do it with a few titles. Yeah. There you uh, go. I guess I, I guess I haven't noticed because I'm usually connected to the internet, mm. but at the same time, like how it goes out here all the time. So occasionally I'm not. If the power's gone out, you can't play the PlayStation. Yeah, that's why I like the Switch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's so, it. Look, I think, I mean, it depends where you are in the world, but. You know, I mean, even here, I mean, our internet is pretty piss poor, really. Oh, but, it's so bad. But it's still better than uh, a lot of other countries that can't can't even get online to, you know, open up the game sometimes. Mm. So that's where my thoughts more track to. I just, yeah, I, I just think it needs to, it, as long as it says something along the lines of it double checks that you're part of that subscription once every 30 days and that's it that would be acceptable in my books yeah. anything over absolutely anything over that uh yeah i, I just that, that sort of thing just pisses me off hmm. no i agree yeah it's like le- less accessibility is never a good thing 100 yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for it. I think 
I think a lot of people are excited for it. It's going to be mm. interesting. It's going to earn PlayStation some more money. Yeah. I mean, they've got, but basically, I don't know necessarily think they want more people from this, but they want people like us who already have PSN to give them an extra Upgrade. 40 US dollars yeah. a year. And then, you know, because I think they've got something like 50 million PSN subscribers at the moment. I mean, like Game Pass doesn't have that. So if they can earn an extra 40 bucks a year, you know, or 15 bucks a month or whatever it might be, then of course, why, why would you not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for it. I'm excited for the PS1 games. Yeah, there you go. I think that's what I'm most excited for, actually. There is a game from PlayStation 1 that I would love to play again. What's that? And I'm trying to, literally trying to Google the name really quickly as I said it. Hot Wheels uh, Racing. No, that game was awesome. No, it was a Star Wars game. You should know me better than that. Oh, of course. Oh, of course it was a Star Wars game. I really but, want to play um, like OG Ghost in the Shell. Did anyone play oh, Ghost in the Shell? That's a good one. Movie no, was crap. But game was good. Yes. Yes. I, I don't know what it was called. It was like Jedi Knight something, something. But the cool thing about it, and this is what I hope these games retain is the co-op aspect was like very lego like if that makes sense you know how like with lego (laughs) games you can just jump in as the as the secondary player you could actually do that in this in this game so you you started yeah you, you started off in uh from the phantom menace so Anybody remembers that scene? Well, you should remember it if you like Star Wars, where Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon Jinn are with Newt Gunray and he's trying to poison them. That's basically where it sets and starts. See how much of this game I remember? I don't remember anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And basically that's where it starts. And you can, yeah, jump in, be Qui-Gon Jinn, Obi-Wan, and actually do it together, same as a Lego game. And, yeah, if they... If they bring those games, we know I'm a little bit of a Star Wars fan. Little little bit. Just a little. Just a just, tiny bit. Just a little bit. We know that I will 100% jump on this thing. Jack and Daxter. Between Jack and Daxter and that particular Sony game, there's also a Jackie Chan one that I remember. Where you, where you're Jackie Chan. You're just kicking ass the whole time. It's very funny. Yeah, not, uh, Jackie Chan. I remember that guy. He yes. was great. In the early 2000s, he was the dude, wasn't he? Yes. So if they do if they do that, I, I will literally buy a PlayStation 5 tomorrow to do it. And again, if you are struggling to get a PlayStation 5, you seriously need to jump on to the Twitter handles uh, that are actually, they use bots to actually hunt down when a new PlayStation game uh, drop happens and i'm telling you right now there are people that complain but they're wrong because i have had easily since the last time we spoke about this which was what episode three four one of the Uh, early ones yeah one of the early ones i would have seen a notification so one of them's called ps5 stock alerts australia 
I would have seen a notification at least two times a week on average. Yeah, and so like, I, ah, yeah, yeah, like if you really, really want one, jump onto the, there's three particular ones that I watch and these guys are on fire. You turn on notifications on, on the Twitters and uh, yeah, you, you'll get one, 100%. That's how, that's what I'm going to do. As soon as I find out whether or not I can get Jack and Daxter, I'll just I'll just wait. Mm, wait. My enough. advice, my advice though, is don't use uh, any sort of afterpay, PayPal pay and for zip pay. Don't use any of those when you go to do these purchases, as those purchases do take longer. So that that is the big complaint that I have seen from following these. Uh, people on Twitter is that people are struggling to purchase them with buy now, pay later stuff. So if you do want Just one... Use the money that you've got to buy your PlayStation, yeah, you, save gonna, up for it first. Yeah, you're going to need like to use, use the money that, uh, that yeah you've saved from uh, trying to get a PlayStation for the last two years or whatever. So Exactly. You think yes. you have it. Yes, that's... Um, that's my two cents or 30 Lovely. cents. <laughs> yes, more like 30. All right, moving on, I believe. Mm. I think uh, I think that, that's enough about that one. E3. E3 has been canned It's in its entirety. Dan, I know you've got, got a few things to say here, so why don't, why don't you kick us off? I'm pretty sure I predicted this. Yeah, I don't know if you necessarily said it was canned, but... I'm pretty uh, sure on podcast, I said nobody's going to want to go. And that's obviously what's happened. Mm. So... I I think from a a company standpoint, I just don't think that hurt anything. I just... There was a lack of communication on E3's behalf and... Nobody had heard anything. So I think it was a, both a combination of the A3 company themselves as well as what what you were saying. We have State of Play. You got the Nintendo Directs. I don't know what Xbox is doing. Just they all have zero. And not, and not tell anybody. But yeah, but last year A3 was digital and mm-hmm. there was still a big, a huge Microsoft presence their presentation i feel like this was the there was, was the, the only one anything it was, yeah, awesome. it was the yeah yeah sony but, haven't been a part of e3 for a while now though and nintendo yeah. wasn't there last time and, i don't think yeah they were there there was nintendo direct oh yeah, yeah, yeah it, it closed was, it was it closed with the direct it was uh because then they released something later that was even bigger from memory a month or so oh, nintendo yeah yeah, I feel like there wasn't that. anything new. What? The, the Nintendo Direct? E3. E3. Yeah. Yeah, what, what do you mean? Like, that's where that's where Microsoft showed off their Bethesda. Like, we've, we've purchased it it's here. We're doing things. This is what we're doing with Bethesda. Starfield was announced. To, yeah, I'm um, talking about Microsoft. Updates on Starfield, all of that. Um, yeah, we're talking about Nintendo. Smash. A Smash character, classic. Uh, the Life is Strange. Guardians of the Galaxy was coming. 
what else did we have? Uh, Two Point Campus. Laura, I know you're excited about that. Metroid Dread. Oh, that's when that was announced. Yeah. Why did I feel like, I Monster don't know, maybe... Monster Stories, WarioWare, Shin Megami Tensei Five. That's amazing. So maybe they okay. just did a crap job. Uh, Mario and Rabbit, it. already knew about that. Uh, Skyward Sword was announced. Oh, yeah, there so, you go. Uh, that's, why, that's why it was crap. Skyward bunch, Sword was shit. Heaps of stuff announced. So, yeah, and then, huge. yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, either there was a bunch remember, of stuff. Either way, I remember predicting this. I, no, I just, you did. You did. You definitely did. But I'm just saying that, like, the digital format, like, it worked for them last year. So, something, maybe it didn't work for the companies involved. Yeah, well, that's that's potentially a big one. I think... I don't know. I thought the state of play, just with what they're doing with the with the state of play, or whatever you call it, PlayStation presents. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, that's um, the one. Yeah. I just feel when they did do those, it seems to have a very. I don't know. It's just better than what E three was, and that's yeah. just from Sony. Sony haven't been there since before it. It went digital and before the pandemic and yeah, but if Sony was pulling stuff. out, everybody was eventually gonna like yes, it people yeah. the, the the companies want to control it. That's the thing. So Microsoft had a big big part to play in the last E3, and mm-hmm. they probably got to call ninety percent of the shots because that was the that was a you know with PlayStation out, you don't want to piss off. Microsoft as an example, because then if you lose Microsoft or Nintendo, it was going to be the end for them anyway. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't think E3 was that amazing anymore or that exciting. I think, I, yeah, I think the companies doing their own thing is just better. And it's probably significantly cheaper for the companies. Yeah. yeah. No, I had, sorry, go on, Laurie. When E3 was like an in-person thing and it was like a huge event, that would have been like, then it sort of had a place. But then when it became digital, it became like pretty much the same thing as all of the um, Nintendo Directs or um, not play, state of plays yeah, and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> So I feel like when it became digital, it sort of became pretty much those things. And it was just another one of those things, but with probably a lot more organization and stress involved. But when it was an in-person event, it definitely had its own place. Definitely. Yeah. I think not only for like the key though. Yeah, in person is the key. Because not only would it have been an incredible opportunity to go and see as like a consumer but it allowed all of the people that work at these companies to um, network with one another and possibly plan projects for the future rub shoulders you know that sort of thing so when it went digital and it lost that unique aspect Mm -hmm. it was kind of the beginning of the end I suppose 
No, I 100% agree. That's exactly the point I was about to make, Laura. I know for a fact, I'd say I know for a fact, but I can't remember the name of the company. It was either Super Rare Games or um, uh, some, I want to say iDigital Games, but that's Dan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, solid. One, of, one of those like, one of those companies that takes indies and releases digital, uh, digital editions of those. They would make a bunch of deals at E3 every year because that would go around to a bunch of those indie developers Schmoozing. and be like, hey, want to release a physical version of your game? And then limited run. Limited run. That's the thank you. Thank you. <laughs> much appreciated. Yeah, limited run or super. I think it was limited run actually. And yeah, they you know rub rub shoulders with people, made deals. Great. That works for them. Uh, as far as the consumer is concerned, I mean you know, you go there and stand in line for five hours to play a demo of the new Pokemon game. I would or, go there. Or Silk Song. For sure. It's basically just a convention, you yeah. know? Yeah. And yeah, so I think definitely that's great. Like, awesome. Being in Australia, obviously we couldn't do that. Uh, I'm not a game dev, but I enjoyed. So it's, it's basically always been digital for me anyway. And I definitely enjoyed and look forward to all of these announcements we got because it is a big time. People have come to expect a bunch of announcements there and it makes sense halfway through the year, what's coming in the second half, all that stuff. So from like a purely personal point, I want it. I like it. It's always been digital for me anyways. From the company's point of view, it's a bit worthless now, isn't it? Because, I mean, yeah, they can just do an EA state of play or uh, Bandai Namco presents or mm. whatever they want to do in their own time. And they can do it around E3 time anyway if they want. Yeah, what, E3 it. is meant to be on June 10th? What's stopping them from releasing something on June 10th? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. You know? And they only have to organise it within themselves and their own company rather than trying to mm. organise it with, you know, everything else and probably paying e3 a bunch of money too well yeah i'm sure it would cost a lot like advertising or whatever you know yeah exactly so yeah it's just it's a bit irrelevant isn't the it? end of an era though isn't it well apparently it's coming back next year that's the thing they're, they've stopped the digital event and they're putting all of their focus into coming back as an in-person event in 2023 that's what it had going for it the in-person mm. aspects do we think it's actually going to come back though? Well, is it, it's going to be hard to come back after being gone and being digital for so long. Yep. 2020, there was nothing. 2021, just digital. 2022, nothing. Haven't had an in-person event since 2019. So have people lost. But it is E3 as well, you know, like there's nothing else really like it. So. Ah, Well. Jeff Keeley. Is he doing his own one, is he? Yes, he is trying to... Uh, Dan's smile just instantly dropped when I mentioned <laughs> that one. He was smiling. He just went, oh, God, here we go. Oh. Jeff Keeley is trying to monopolise the industry. Of course he is. Yeah, Summer Games Fest. His uh, Summer Games Fest. Is, Summer Games Fest. Yep. Why does it sound like a crappy festival yeah yeah it does sound like <laughs> a crappy festival doesn't it yeah yeah it really does uh yeah he wants it was originally started as like an e3 competitor he said he wanted it to overtake e3 when e3 tweeted out that they were cancelling this year he tweeted back with a winky face it's like he he wants it he wants this space 
I don't want him to have it, but that's just me. I don't, I don't like the monopoly of industries, especially when it's him. E3 is a pretty like trusted and tried and true thing. So hopefully it will be able to come back next year. Do our own. Better than ever. Call it D8. D8. Yeah. Date. I don't know. The first, first two things that came to my head. Instead of E3, D8. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there are three E's that E3 stands for, but I, I can't for the life of me remember what they are. Yeah, I reckon we, we just do our own. What, us three? Yeah. Yeah, screw Jeff. Yeah. Get wrecked, create Jeff. Our, create our own monopoly. Move over, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff. Here comes Laura, you don't D8. Like either, do I don't know. There's something about, I don't really like know him personally or anything, but there's just something about him. I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't know like his founded. face. Yeah. <laughs> his face is fine. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. That's I don't know what it is, so I probably shouldn't really say anything about it, but I don't know. There's something about him that just makes me not want him to monopolize the market and just ruin E3's good name with his Summer Games Fest. Just I think races. Nintendo, for example, has always supported E3, and I don't think they're going to be easily poached by someone like Jeff. So that's that's my hope. I hope Microsoft is the same. Sony is doing its own thing. So I guess we just... I think he did secure, like, first gameplay look at Elden Ring last year for Summer Games Fest or something like that. Some big thing he managed to secure. So he's got there's some stuff. That's, a, that's all I know I'm about sure it. Though, so. I'm sure that it'll probably... Well, yeah. It probably would be pretty successful. Yeah. I, yeah. He knows a lot of people. He can pull a lot of strings, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, he's the face of mainstream gaming, isn't he, really, mm -hmm. at the moment. So, I guess time will tell. Time will tell. Uh, you know what? You guys have conveniently forgotten about something I mentioned on podcast a couple of weeks ago. And you know what? I would kind of prefer for you guys to continue to forget, but I'm going to bring it up anyway because I'm a man of my word. What is it? it uh, we're, we're kind of moving on to the next story, but this, this thing combines the, combines the two. I said on a recent podcast <gasps> that if Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 was not talked about at E3, I would eat a shoe. Now, <laughs> E3 has been cancelled and Breath of the Wild 2 is delayed. You have to eat a shoe. I guess I'm eating a shoe. What did That's you have hilarious. to do to get slapped in the face? Uh, was that it? No, I thought no, that was no, it. Eating a shoe. I was eating shoes. Nah, this I, reckon, I reckon Laura gets to slap you in the face. That's what I'm pretty sure it was. Let's do a Head bite. over to twitch.tv forward slash some kind of gaming to see Laura slap me in the face. Well, if it was me, I would prefer to get slapped in the face than eat a shoe. It doesn't sound that... Um... I'll cover it in butter, put it under the grill, maybe some cheese. You, you would probably die. Let's be honest. I don't yeah. think you could just like eat a shoe and get away with it. Oh, man, right. I'm, I know it's been done. Has I, it? I reckon we Who's just out there eating you? shoes? Who's out there eating shoes? What if I just eat my cereal out of a shoe? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, that's okay. eating cereal. 
No, oh, but cereal with milk out of a shoe. Yeah, that's pretty gross. Yeah. Just do a shoe. No, uh, he's there. done that. He, he does yeah. that for fucking fun. Yeah, so shock exactly. value gone. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, do that without needing to be peer pressured into it. Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so, just how he um, normally drinks. Yeah, cereal yeah. with milk <laughs> out of a shoe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. TV forward slash some kind of gaming. Took me a second. Yeah. I will. Uh, I, yeah, I'm a man of my word. I, w- I will do something along those lines. Oh, does that mean we can get Fruit Loops? Yes, we can get Fruit Loops. I don't even like cereal, so it's a double whammy for me. I love Fruit Loops. Yeah, I don't. What about bacon and eggs <laughs> in there? Yeah, I mean, Whoa, we could have all kinds of breakfast, <laughs> breakfast food in the show. Oh. Yeah, this is yeah, it's gonna be. I just thought about runny egg yolks. Yeah, and it's, it's gonna be gross, and yeah. I, uh, I'm I'm sorry I reminded you guys of it. To my future Tom, if you're listening, I'm 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 really sorry. What uh, were the slaps about? I want to. I don't know. We'll go back and figure that out because <laughs> there is something there. Mm. But this does lead us on to our next story of Zelda: Breath of the Wild two being delayed. Laura, would you like to kick us off here? Yeah, well, very disappointing news. When was it last week? Was it the 30th of March, I think? There was a surprise announcement from Nintendo. They released a video on their YouTube saying that Breath of the Wilds won't be releasing on time in 2022, and it's going to be coming out in spring 2023. Mm -hmm. Which is autumn if you're in the Southern Hemisphere. Which is like a year. I have a question. And this question is directed at you, young lady. <laughs> Can you please say the name of this particular game? Breath of the Wilds 2. There you go. So, well, the name hasn't actually been announced yet. Breath of the Wilds 2 is just like a placeholder. Yeah. They yeah. actually said that they won't be releasing the name because, well, when you think about it, a lot of the Zelda names allude to some sort of important part of the game itself yeah so if they release the name they're going to release a clue mm, yeah true. operator so, of time wind waker mask twilight princess if, if breath you could of the say that name different. one more time breath of the wilds too why is it my accent or something no has tom picked it up yet no nah, i don't know what you're on about man why do you put an S on the end of wild? Oh, I don't know why I do that. I've always done that. It's Even in our YouTube videos. I, it's something I noticed uh, the other day when I was reading a particular article that young Laura did. did. Ah, there you go, Laurie. I, I, I was putting... Don't uh, even was, know the name of my favourite game. Yes, pretty much. I was doing a transcription for uh, people that, you know, potentially can't read properly or, you know, it was in terms of C, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I was doing some transcription so that way we had audio of all of uh, Laura's news articles. And as I copied it across to this uh, particular artificial intelligence thing, it made it really clear (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, 
Why is it saying Breath that? of the Wilds. Yeah. And I was like, why is it? Why does it keep saying Wilds? Like, this is just weird. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I looking don't know at. Why I always do that. It's just was, one wild. I yeah. started changing the name, like the different people. I changed it to a guy. I changed it to a different girl. And I was like, why the hell does it keep saying Wilds? And then I worked it out. <laughs> That's what it says. It's Laura. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> it's not this, this weird habit that I have. Just yeah. something that I thought was uh, entertaining for those that are depressed that it's not coming out. I just thought a little bit of entertainment would go uh, a long <laughs> way. Uh, but I predicted this, and I reckon it's in correlation with the switch, whatever I was going to call it. Ah, I like Super Switch. What is yeah, I Super Switch. Like Super Nintendo Entertainment System, the Super Switch. The I Switch. think the Super Nintendo Switch. I like that. Series I know you call it like the Dream or something. No, or I had a, a, a gangster. Switch Omega. <laughs> I don't know. Little Switch. Little Switch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, I'm I'm okay with delayed games. As, yeah, yeah, me too. As, Take as long time. as there's, like, I I feel they provided a decent time to it, as in it's not like it was going to be released tomorrow, and they've come out and they've said no, uh, you know, like the the Lego Star Wars the Skywalker Saga is released tomorrow on Steam. And, you know, it's not like they're coming out today and going, oh, sorry, we're not releasing that. Like, that's poor form. But to give mm. the amount of notice that they have, I, I think, yeah, I'm okay. I mean, do I want to play the game? Yes. Like, I, I don't feel I've had, and I'm probably going to get shot for this. Mm. Tom, you got a pussy in your lap. <laughs> I have a pussy cat on my lap. Yes, I do. He's cute. A cat's here. His name's just, Miso. Just, Say hi, Miso. Little, I saw a little, little ear and I was like, well, what's going on with Tom down there? That's a bit <laughs> odd. <laughs> I've sprouted ears from my pants. No, no, no that's a cat. Uh, but I, I don't think... I would play... Go on, Laura. No, I want to know what Dan's going to get shot for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, me too. Oh. I don't think there's been a game on the Switch that I don't know if I want to say it. Yeah, don't. There might not be an episode 20 if he says it. No, say it because now I'm curious. Look, it's okay to be wrong sometimes, Dan. Look, Breath of the Wild. We're going to have another heated argument. Oh, it's coming. Breath of the Wild is the best game on Switch by. Mm -hmm. A long shot in my opinion mm -hmm. and the fact that the second one hasn't arrived the fact that the 64 versions as far as i'm concerned look ugly with the <laughs> outer edges it's just all a bit weird i, I don't think the intent i don't for me the switch doesn't have anything going for it 
No, but that's like Arceus was like could have been better. So the graphics issues that I had, I, I went to play it again the other day, and I just li literally I would have been on the game for forty-five seconds to maybe two minutes, and I was already like, oh, "Nah, I'm not doing this. Pisses me off," and I got out of it. Like. I just don't think there's anything that exciting that's happening on the Switch. So I have a big issue with people saying this because for Microsoft, we've got Starfield coming out at the end of the year, maybe. For PlayStation, we've got God of War Ragnarok coming out. There's like there's there's two big titles. For the Switch, we have already had Arceus, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Triangle Strategy. Continuing on in this year, we've got Bayonetta 3, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, uh, the Mario Soccer game, Mario Strikers, uh, Nintendo Switch Sports, Live Alive is a bit of a smaller title, but it's still really exciting. Like, And then there's a bunch of stuff that we don't even know about yet. Advance Wars is still yet to come. There is so much stuff. Pokemon, Pokemon Violet and Crimson or whatever they are. There is so much stuff coming to the Switch this year. It is still the strongest year for the Switch, despite Breath of the Wild 2 not coming. In, in fact, I'm, I'm almost glad it's not coming because there's too much stuff to play on that console this year. Like, I would have just gotten into the new Pokemon and then Breath of the Wilds would have released and I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to play? It is a really good year for the Switch, but there's also plenty more games coming to the PlayStation rather than just the one that you mentioned you know like there's yeah, still there's, a lot of stuff coming for all of the other ones yes my point is that there's nothing for me yeah yeah but you can't like that's that's your problem you know <laughs> yeah no that's it not, is that's uh, not that nintendo's fault like that just means you're not interested in a bunch of nintendo ips which is fine that's okay but you yeah. can't say that the year isn't strong. Like all, all I got out of what you're saying is that your interest, like Nintendo is Zelda for you and you want Zelda and that, that, that's all that's interesting, which is fine. That's okay. No, okay. But there is a whole lot of other stuff coming. Yeah, and I've got... A, and I've got already a, come. I've got a massive library of Switch games. But what I'm saying is Breath of the Wild, for me, was the best one by far. Arceus to me was a letdown in a lot of aspects. In a lot of aspects, it was really, really good. And I liked the fact that it was different. But I also dislike grinding. And that's what I feel, you know, is a big part of that game. Yeah, unless, I think the unless grinding, the grinding is fun. Unless grinding is is, you know, part of it is is fun. But I didn't have an issue with Sword and Shield. Like, was it the best? No. But I had less uh, software issues. They were the best Pokemon games at the time, Sword and Shield. Yeah. I Anyways, thought, this is becoming too much a, uh, is the Switch good or not? Or, but like, personal. No, no, no. I no. like you, these games. I don't like those games. No, no, no. What I'm saying is 
for me, Breath of the Wild was the biggest and best title on the Switch. And no, I'm not really interested in what they've got coming out. Look, the new Pokemon game, I'm still holding out hope. But again, Arceus literally got to the point where I was just pissed off playing it. Now, I'm potentially one of very few that had graphics issues that bad. But the whole experience just dampened everything for me. Like, I jumped on and I played the Mario Deluxe stuff, the DLC there. That was pretty, that was all right. You know, glad I didn't pay for it. But that was okay. That's my, that's my point at the moment. For me personally, and that's what I want to really stress. This is for me personally. Breath of the Wild was a fantastic game and still is a fantastic game and was a great escape. And while I'm happy to wait for Breath of the Wild 2, if they mess it up, that will be a very big issue. There is a lot of pressure on Nintendo to get this right. I yeah. think that comes into play with the delay. I'm all for a game being delayed in order for it to be a really good and complete yeah. game upon yeah. release. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Unlike something like Halo, which was staggered. Yeah. Promises or something were made like that just were not met. Hit something like the game that shall not be named. Yes. That is Which well. didn't even work. Yeah. So I'm all for delays, yeah. honestly. Also crunch as well. Like you don't want. Yeah. You don't want crunch in a place. and. Nah. No, that's unhealthy work practices. So, so you know, I'm, yeah. I'm sad, yeah. but I'm down for the delay. And there's plenty more things. Yeah, like like Tom said before, to be honest, maybe it's a good thing that it's going to be delayed because there is so many incredible games that are coming out this year on the Nintendo and on other consoles. Mm -hmm. So maybe by delaying it, Breath of the Wilds will have more of a more of a time to shine when it's not like, and amongst all of these other incredible titles that are being released this year, mm -hmm. it would have come out really close to the latest Pokemon, like yep. the first mm. open world Pokemon games ever. Um, it would have come out really close to Hogwarts Legacy mm -hmm. as well. So hopefully it'll give it its own space to thrive and everything. You know, we're not going to have our backlogs totally filled up, which they already are. Yeah, that's going to be like a, at least a 200 plus hour game for the both of us. Mm. What's yeah, we're going to have to buy two copies. Oh, yeah. Oh, easy. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Uh, prepare to not have any content from some kind of gaming when <laughs> Breath of the Wild 2 releases because, yeah, we'll, we'll be busy playing Breath of the Wild 2. Mm -hmm. Wilder 2. So, yes, yeah. wild. Let's, I don't know why I went to that. Let's tack something on here. So, because there's bound to be people feeling like me out there where their switch i guess uh is collecting a little bit of dust and i'd like to do more with it and you guys are very nintendo-esque people I, I like to bounce around a bit but 
Uh, and I do prefer my Xbox, unless we're talking about Breath of the Wild. What do you guys think is something that's coming out this year that's not Pokemon, right, that you could not necessarily put in the same uh, bucket as Breath of the Wild, but what could tide somebody like me over until the new Breath of the Wild comes out? So is there a particular game that you guys think is similar enough in style that it would help people like me pick up the Switch again? Or is my Switch staying where it is until the new Pokemon comes out? Funny that you should ask, Dan. We actually made a YouTube video about that. Yeah, yeah, we actually did. Yeah, a bunch of uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild-esque type games. I think the title is something like Games to Play While You're Waiting for Breath of the Wilds too. Yeah, it's exactly that, actually. Uh, and that includes everything from... Uh, older games that are available on the system, such as The Witcher 3, uh, to indie titles, to just like, yeah, ga games that feel like Zelda. As far as new stuff is concerned, uh, if you, you haven't, uh, it's not for everyone, don't get me wrong, but Xenoblade, if you haven't mm. tried a game in the Xenoblade uh, universe, then... That's one I would suggest. Yes, definitely. Uh, the, the battle system is in, entirely different. It's not the same at all, but yeah. it is really beautiful world. I'm not going to say open world because we're not entirely sure how Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is going to work, but those games look absolutely beautiful, mm -hmm. really long RPGs, so much to explore, so much to do. Highly recommend those. Uh, Monolith Soft did drop the ball with Xenoblade Chronicles 2. So if you haven't played one, I recommend getting Xenoblade Chronicles, the definitive edition, or Xenoblade Chronicles Torna, the Golden Country. They are the titles I would recommend. If not, just wait for number three to come out. Uh, if you are a big fan of the, I guess, the hack and slashy action style combat of Breath of the Wild, then Bayonetta might be for you. Bayonetta 3, it is a big action-orientated game. Uh, so if that's your style, then go for that. As you said, Pokemon is a big one as well. There's uh, another game as well that's like, it, it's like heavily inspired by Breath of the Wild. So I reckon um, Immortals Phoenix Rising. Yeah, yeah. That is a really good game. That is available on other consoles as well. But yeah, I agree with that, Laura. That is a fantastic game. Mm -hmm. so, that could tide you over. Definitely. So, yeah, I definitely recommend picking that up. Having said this, do we think Nintendo is going to release more Zelda-specific content to tide us over? Well, I have been holding out on playing. This is, this is my personal hopes and dreams that I'm projecting. Mm. You know, you've got to say these things, put them into the universe. <laughs> And then hopefully one day they'll come out. But I started playing Twilight Princess on the Wii and I stopped because I just think it is a perfect game for the Switch. And I've been waiting and waiting and waiting to play it on the Switch. And I thought it was going to come out on the Zelda anniversary. 
and it didn't but there was a lot of rumors of twilight princess wind waker package mm -hmm. coming mm -hmm. so i'm really hoping that maybe they're gonna release that to be like yeah you know i know that you've been crying yourself to sleep about breath of the wilds being delayed but maybe this will heal your wounds a little bit dan i see you have a question it's coming to the switch they announced nah. no no they twilight did not. princess no they didn't <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, I was going to say, unless it's no. been in the last like oh my hour while we've been recording this. No, I so no. Question: I can't you remember. Yeah, I'm sorry. I I can't remember a lot of the Wii Zelda titles. Twilight Princess yeah. is that the one where you're a wolf? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the one I want too. Yeah. yeah, I want that. Yeah, yeah. Skyward okay. Sword, shit. Is. I Skyward the, Sword is the worst Zelda game. Yeah, by far. It is. Like, yeah, it's not, it, not my favorite. It is absolute garbage. garbage. It's okay. It it's is right. absolute garbage. No, look, it's not that bad. But for me, I, I, yeah, I'm not interested. But yeah, Twilight Princess is one that I would, uh, I would be okay with. And there's another one. Isn't oh, there? one of the, it is one of the best ones, in in my opinion. It's up there with your ocarinas. I just think, like, with the motion controls and stuff, it's going to be, like, a perfect addition I, to the Switch. I don't I want agree. motion controls. No, nah, they'll, they'll bring it over for Twilight Princess. But the motion controls Why not, though? Like, because whenever, like, with Skyward Sword, you did have the option to not use the motion controls. Mm -hmm. So I guess they'll probably do the same thing. Like, why wouldn't you give the option and then you can just turn it off if well, you don't want it? Twilight yeah. Princess was released on the GameCube as well. Yeah. So those options yes. are there. Uh, yeah, I I don't see. I don't see why not. The HD, uh, we actually did a YouTube video on this as well, but the HD remakes of Twilight Princess and Wind Waker is the one I want because I missed out on Wind Waker. Didn't have a GameCube back in the day. And uh, my parents bought me a PlayStation 2 instead. I was, I was too young, unfortunately, to buy my own GameCube. What but, crap uh, Oh, I know, right? <laughs> didn't didn't buy me all the consoles. <laughs> no, no, I was fine. It was good. The, play, the PS2 was great. But yeah, I, I missed out on Wind Waker. I, I haven't played that before and I would love to play it. Uh, the HD remakes exist. You know, they, they were released on the Wii U. Obviously, I mean, they did good for, for Wii U, but uh, that's absolute crap when you compare it to anything else. So... I'm just disappointed. We're holding out hope, aren't we? Mm. Like, I think we mentioned this in our video. I think if Breath of the Wild 2 was delayed, they will release that to tide us over. That I hope so. Double package. Maybe they two. won't, but I mean, they haven't said that they're going to. This is no. all just us hoping. Speculation. Here's another hope. What are they going to do with the old top-down Zeldas? Because now that we have the Switch, which is handheld and home console, their Zelda titles have been like condensed into one. So we had the top downs on the handheld systems, such as you go back, um, uh, like on the Game Boy Advance, you had the Oracle of Seasons, Oracle of Ages, the Minish Cap. Ooh, that is a game. I love the Minish Cap. It's actually one of my favorites. Yeah. Totally underrated Zelda game. Link's Awakening, all that stuff. And then obviously, you know, your Ocarina of Time. So yeah, your Wind Wake is that on your home consoles. Will they be bringing us a a top-down Zelda game in this possibly a remake like they did with Link's Awakening. 
Oh, imagine a Link's Awakening style remake with the Minish Cat. That is essentially where I was going. I would love that. Yes. Me too. <laughs> it would be phenomenally cool. I think I think that possibility is it exists still. It does exist. Nope. Yeah. It does exist. I don't I don't see why they wouldn't try something like that. I don't think there's gonna be a new top down necessarily. No. no I, I don't think they're gonna be releasing any new games and new Zelda games until they release Breath of the Wild. No. But a remake, I, I think yeah. I think that's entirely possible. It is possible. Yeah, why not? The, again, the engine's there for the Link's Awakening. Why, why not just, yeah, throw us the Minish Cap? Why not throw us Oracle of Seasons? Why not do a dual Oracle of Seasons, Oracle of Ages, like they did with like Pokemon, Sword and Shield? You know, that's where that kind of started. Why, why not give us that? Why Screw not? It. Remake those two, charge us 80 bucks each. There you go. You've made $160 from some kind of gaming straight up. Why not, Nintendo? Mm. Why not? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know how likely that is compared to the HD remakes, but I think it's there. I think it is a possibility. Mm. The final thing I wanted to talk about was the fact that Breath of the Wild had a six-year development cycle, and this one is going to have Breath of the Wild Two is going to have a six-year development cycle, or is it seven? I'll check the numbers later. It's too many anyway. Point is, same development cycle between. Skyward Sword and Breath of the Wild and Breath of the Wild and its sequel. What does that say? Because the engine for Breath of the Wild already exists. Well, they said in the um, in the video that they're adding heaps of new gameplay mechanics. Mm. So that's the reason? So I what think the delay? Yeah. It's going to be cars. Hmm? Cars? Yeah. Mechanics? Cars? What? I'm hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, we needed a sound effect there. Wait for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that I, was like good. It, I like it. That was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was bad. Uh, it, that it, was it, a good dad joke. It was, yeah, and that's what I am. Mm. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Look, look, they're all proud of it. Yeah. So. There is a post, uh, which I was just trying to find, on nintendolife.com. Oh, yeah? And it talks about the most likely games to be ported from uh, the Wii U to the Switch. So apparently this is based on a number of things, but this... It, they also, which I which I think is really cool, they've put the Switch port probability in there as well, out of 10. So the likelihood, uh, as an example, of Star Fox Zero, which was a Wii U title, is about 4.9 out of 10 possibility. Uh, there's just not enough appetite for it. So that's what they've gone based on as well. So the reason I bring this up is because I had a feeling Twilight Princess was on this list. Yeah, of course it is. And it is. And so is another game that Tom might be excited for. Both these games rank a 6 out of 10 in terms of port uh, probability. 
which is actually the highest of every game that they've actually put on this list. So, and that's Twilight Princess in HD and The Wind Wakers. Mm-hmm. Notice the he added an S, S on there. there. I don't know if you noticed. That's a, it's a yeah. dig at you, Laura. <laughs> the Wind Wakers HDs on the Wii U's. <laughs> I'm so funny. I need my yeah, own stand-up. Yeah, I'm loving it. I need my own stand-up show. Uh, so, yeah, no, that's... Uh, if you do want to check it out, nintendolife.com. I thought that was an interesting article. Is it, I think it's old. Yeah, I've, I've read that article. It's all just... It's essentially all just uh, speculation as well. I mean, oh, Nintendo Life... Is, don't necessarily have anything like they're not connected with Nintendo. No, no, no. Um, you know, the same parent company or they are just like a a news website. Uh, but it is it is interesting. I mean, they're what we've got those Star Fox Zero, as you said, uh Xenoblade Chronicles X is still stuck on the Wii U. Uh and then that's that's pretty much about it, you know. I mean, we've got Toad's Treasure Tracker and Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze and Super Mario 3D World. Like they're all on the Switch now. You know, it's just a matter of time. They want they, those games did crap because the system did crap. So they, Nintendo wants to bring them across. Makes sense. Makes sense, I guess. Yeah, I mean that's that's sort of where I was going with it. Is mm-hmm. the Wii U was such a colossal failure. Mm-hmm. Um that I, I I think a lot of their titles were just sort of binned quite easily when they could have actually been quite good. And yeah, oh, don't get me wrong. Like some of those games are are awesome, like really cool. I mean, like Breath of the Wild released on the Wii U as well. Like everyone mm. forgets that that it was like it was actually a cross gen title. So. I mean, the Wii U has some has, has some great games. Don't get me wrong, that's for sure. And I, I like the idea of it, the gamepad thing that was unique. Uh, you could play a bunch of DS and 3DS titles on there because you had that second screen, which acted as the touch screen. So the virtual consoles on that were great. Like it wasn't, I mean, look, it was, a, it, it, it was crap. I'm not going to deny that, but it's less crap than people give it credit for, I think. Yeah, that, that I agree with yeah. Yeah, it just it did, it didn't have the third party support, you know, which make again it makes sense. Why would you release a game on there when there's 15 million people that own one, and then there's you know 100 million people that own a own a PS4? You know, it's it's pretty obvious. But what I just mentioned then with the uh, Breath of the Wild releasing on the Wii U, I think also influences this long development cycle of the sequel to Breath of the Wild. The fact that this is going to be Switch native, it's not releasing on anything else. They don't have to downplay it because it's also on the Wii U. Mm -hmm. I think that influences this long development cycle. And of course, COVID, that did not help. If that didn't happen, I'm sure we probably would have had it already. Mm. So you've got to take all of these real world situations into account of course yeah and you know it, it is what it is it's going to be good they've, they've promised us there is a lot of hype there if they screw this up i mean everyone's going to hate nintendo aren't they they won't so, screw it up Nah, exactly it's and that's why they've delayed it to make yeah. sure it is perfect yeah exactly 
because they they need it to be really. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I have high hopes, and it, it's okay that they are delaying it. Yeah. It's sad, but when you really think about it, yeah, like I said before, I would way rather wait longer and actually have an incredible game mm-hmm. rather than rush it or put pressure on them that will in turn lead to them putting pressure on the development team or releasing a half-baked version of a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 I agree. This is yeah, probably one of the most anticipated games. Like ever. It is. Yeah. So yeah. you cannot screw yeah. it up. No. So take the time, do it properly. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's that saying? Uh, buy it. What is it? Buy it cheap, buy it twice, or something along those lines. Oh, uh, do yeah, it, do yeah. it cheap, do it twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something yeah, like buy that. It cheap, buy it twice. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. No, you're right. Yeah, so take the time, Nintendo. I'm giving you approval to do that. You've got my authorization. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> oh, thank God. Yeah, but Nintendo, you can relax now. You, you can breathe <laughs> easy. I know it's been a long podcast no. for them, and so they'd be stressing yeah, the whole time. No, I will allow this. So glad. I too will allow this. I, I'll allow it as well. (laughs) That's fine. It's more than fine. Oh, lovely. Well, it's been lovely chatting to you both. Hasn't it? Yeah. This is the only time all week that Laura and I chat to each other. So it's been, it's been nice, hasn't it, Laura? Yeah. Otherwise he sleeps on the couch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We have, uh, yeah. have we, do, we, have our separate we, we only talk when we're streaming, YouTubing or podcasting. <laughs> yeah. No, that is a complete lie. I don't yeah, want people is. to think that we're making up this facade, no. just, just the clicks. No. no, we actually just, yeah, do everything together. Yes. Work. So you're basically in all the places. That was a real yeah. awkward silence. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there was more coming. <laughs> there was, but then we'd already, yeah. Anyway. Uh, more of the story. <laughs> see you next week, Laura. Yeah, yeah. see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll probably see you in five minutes when we go back dinner. Dan, though, on the other hand, we do occasionally only chat to Dan during this podcast during the week. So... It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you again, Dan. Hopefully, you'll go check out Xenoblade or some Bayonetta or our YouTube video. Phoenix Rising. Yep, check that out. Yep, check check out our YouTube video on games to tide you over until Zelda. I think Uh, there's something on there. I think you actually piqued my interest a little bit with Bayonetta. I think that I don't know why. It's a it's action adventure. It is very different. It's not open world or anything like that it's definitely like an action adventure move on to the next fight kind of game but i think that you would like you would be interested in that if i buy it and i don't like it i will be giving you feedback on your youtube video ah it's actually not on that youtube video so (laughs) (laughs) that's not one of the we are recommended so uh aha <laughs> but I mean, Damn. feel free to leave it right anyway. That's fine. <laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's been it's been it's been our pleasure, Dan. Thank you, thank you very much for uh, having us here and uh, having us on our on the podcast, having a good time with us. Where 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 can uh, where do you work again? What 
what's the name of your your website? Up so, from memory, it's uh, yeah. idigitalgames.com, where you I, can oh, uh, right. purchase games, and they're significantly cheaper than Steam, as an example. As an example, there is a game that I was looking at literally yesterday. It is $24.95 from Steam. It is $3.80 Australian from me. Damn. Nice. That Mind is a big blown. difference. And yeah. they're all yeah. legitimate like games, by the way. They're all completely... Yeah. Yeah. It's not... I'm yeah, not doing dodgy under-the-table things. Steam just likes to uh, get a significant margin on on what they do because they've got other other things that they've got to pay for. So it, it makes some sense, I guess. But yes, I noticed that was a big one. Winning. Yeah, that's a huge... Uh, keep your eye on our digital games as well because as we mentioned earlier, there is a little another team up of uh, iDigital and some kind of gaming that is in the works and is happening. It's coming to fruition. Mm, yeah, check out the news section. Yes. Go on, Laura. Where you'll find some articles that I've written mm. about news. So far, there's two, but there will be more mm. soon. It is expanding. So it's yes, not, not going to be just... It. So yeah. it's exciting. And if you do want to write... Uh, if you do want to write for... Uh, iDigital games, then just send something to our new editor and she can have a bit of a squeeze. So, uh, yeah. The new editor is Laura, by the way. Oh, yeah. The new yeah. editor is Laura. So, she pointed know, at herself. She forgets that this is a podcast. I occasionally. do forget that a yeah. lot. Pointed doesn't so, come across in words. Yeah. <laughs> no, you've got to use words. The sound effects all sound so, effects yeah all sound effects but no so if you, if you are interested you don't have to be uh super experienced or anything like that we basically we're just looking for passion if you've got passion mm -hmm. you're into gaming and you've got a point of view as long as you are, uh, are not an asshole then email laura editor at idigitalgames.com Mm, yep, there is a uh, no asshole policy. Good. So, well, I guess next week's podcast that's just going to be were, you two. Yeah, that's why you weren't hired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was coming. Great. Yeah, that's a that's a fun that's a fun endeavor. I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, what what comes from that. It's gonna, it's gonna be good. It is going to be good. Very Thank exciting times. Mm. Thank you, everybody, for coming and listening to our podcast again. Next week, we've got our bicentennial or bi-decadial. Yep, 20, episode 20. Bi-decadial. Bi yeah? Yeah. Nah, yep. yep, okay. All right. That exists. Yeah, it does. It does, yes. So, now. <laughs> uh, we, we, we will be here every week, so make sure you come, come and check us out next week. Thank you so much for listening and or watching. And we'll catch you then. Catch Bye. you on the next one. Bye. Bye.